Hey gang, let's do a hey gang. Let's do a hey gang. I'm going to recap for you Shark Tank Season 8, Episode 6. And this is also going to be a drinking game because there are some fellows next door that are rooting for a football game. And they are going to yell. And whenever they yell out and interrupt me and my train of thought, you get to drink. So pause this and go and get your booze. And all right, we're back. Um, oh, also, we're going to be counting down some Halloween tunes and some holiday tunes. And those tunes are going to be by me. So why don't we see what's coming in at number one? No, five. Coming in at number five, it's Howard Kramer with Kids Are the Suge Knight of Halloween. There you go. Kids are the Suge Knight of Halloween. Isn't that true? I hope you had a holly good ween. I hope you had a good Halloween, my friends out there. All right, gang. The first up into the tank was Lulu Bang, two sisters from Philly who made, um, what did they make? Oh, yeah, barbecue sauce. Okay. So, um, this one was kind of uneventful. They weren't into it. Um, they said basically, um, you know, they were, these chicks had their stuff in 170 Walmart stores, but they were only selling about two or three bottles a day. So they got no deal and, um, everything was fine. And then they left and then the argument started and it was glorious. There was a post-Lulu Bang explosion, which pitted Mr. Wonderful versus who? Was it Lori? Was it Robert? Was it Damon? Was it Mark? Or maybe it was all of them. Mr. Wonderful took on everybody, and he started to chew them out and saying, stop telling these people kumbaya stuff. You got to give them realistic um, advice. You got to let them know they're taking big risks. And then the others turned on them. And, uh, it was just, um, I like when, I like when the argument comes in a weird spot. Like they don't usually, that's not super usual where the people just leave and then it blows up crazy. Usually they argue right in front of the desperate saps. They're not all saps. Some of them make big money, gang. You're right. But um, Lulu Bang got the episode off to a good start. 
Barbecue sauce, I like it. I can't tell the difference. It all tastes good to me. I guess some is, is better than others, but um, to me, it's like a couple times a year and I'm eating barbecue. But not anymore. I don't eat it. But the last time I ate it was in Austin at Rudy's. And um, took my dad there once. They have a great thing that you wash your hands with. You like stick your hands in this thing and it washes them for you. Good times. But stay out of there, gang. The cows, you know, they're capable of friendship. Watch some of the movies on Netflix. And, uh, you know, give the cow a break. We're coming up on Thanksgiving. People are always like, oh, the poor turkey. Pardon the turkey. Hey, that's the chicken's only day off. Come on now. It's the only day the chicken doesn't have to get slaughtered. So, if you can't stop slaughtering fowl, uh, yeah, let the turkey have one day. Um, why don't we see what's coming in at number four? I'll bet it is by me. Oh, yes, it is. This is Howard Kramer with When I'm Done. Hey gang, this is a spooky song, and it's off my second record, Master of Pheromonies, which I recorded with the great Matt Cooper. And here it is, when I'm done, it's spooky. I sure did. I haven't heard that song in a maybe a oh like a couple years maybe. And I all of a sudden got proud of myself. That one's a banger. I'm proud of that one, gang. You know, songs are like kids in the sense that um, you make them one night. You get a, into a crazy uh, mood. You're out of your head and you make them. And um, they're like kids. Some of them become uh, a success, and some of them don't. 
And while that one is uh, was not on any of the Billboard charts, didn't even make the 200. It wouldn't have made the 400, the 800, the 1600, or the 3200, maybe the 6400. Billboard should have that, a 6400 chart to let me uh, feel the joy of getting on Billboard chart. Well, anyway, there you have it, gang. That was when I'm done, and uh, I could see that one may have, me have a resurgence. I was listening to it like I never heard it before, and I was like, I wish this was my tune. There you go, Dragon Boy Sway. Hey, that reminds me to get working on a new batch. A new batch for a new Dragon Boy Suede album. I've written one every year for the last five years, and um, only one of them's out. And I'm sorry about that, but all the songs exist, and I'm going to do another one right um, before the end of this year. I'm going to do another one. I got it in me. Troglodyte Suede. Maybe I'll call it Troglodyte Suede. I'm thinking about it. Because uh, I've been going troggy with it. I've been getting troggy with it. I've been getting my Troglodyte on. It means uh, staying inside. You know, because there's Amazon now. You know, when I go out and buy anything, I leave the house for microphones and food. And even the food I could have delivered. By microphones, I mean I leave the house to talk into a mic, be it a podcast, stand-up, recording session, whatever it is. I'll leave the house for that, and I'll leave for, you know, any type of work. And I'll leave for... Food, you know, restaurant food or supermarket food. But the supermarket, there is, let's face it, I don't have to go out for food at all. I could do Uber Eats and um, Amazon Fresh. Is that what it is? They're constantly trying to give me a $5 coupon to Amazon Fresh. Every time I pull Triggy on something on Amazon, every time they're like, oh, wait a second. How about we uh, give you this $5 coupon to Fresh? And I always say no. I don't want to get I don't want to get used to that. I don't want to just never have to leave because I won't. And then it's like, you know what I mean? When the paramedics come in like 50 years, I haven't left. They just pry the VR goggles off me, make their way through all the Amazon boxes. And then they just grab my body and then they just, they don't even, they have a, you know, it's an app. It's basically an app. There's an app that'll come and pick up a dead body. Carcass without the A in it, you know? So it's like car, or no, carcass with, uh, you know, that's a tough one to go. How do you make carcass like one of those apps without a vowel? I take out the first day. So it's like, yeah, C-R-C-A-S. Or no, C-R-C-A. Does carcass have two S's? I'm actually not a bad speller, but that's a tough one. I'm going to say it does. Car. Otherwise, it just sounds like somebody's Greek last name. It's a stay in my carcass. Yeah, carcass has got to have two, right, gang? Kabash, kaboom. Yes, it do. Yes, it do. All right. 
What were we doing? Oh yeah, hey gang. And um, we did that. That was number four, when I'm done. All right, next up into that tank was unpack. There you go, unpack. And it was two fellas, Aaron and Andrew. And they were, um, here's what they do. Say you're going on vacation. They mail you the clothes you could wear. You know what I mean? They know your size. They know what you're into. They know your brands. And so you don't have to pack a suitcase. So you just get to the hotel and they've already shipped you a box of all the clothes you could wear on the trip. 20 bucks per day. So I'm not going to get into all the details of why this business wouldn't work. It was more they were confused about what problem they were solving. and I won't get into that. That part's not that entertaining. What will entertain you is that they shelled this thing. I mean, they they eviscerated these guys. I didn't even. I sometimes like I could. I get to sense like, hey, this is a really bad idea. This one, I don't know. I wasn't like completely convinced it was horrible. The sharks were ahead of me on this one, and they went berserk. They hated these guys. They hated it. They were like, they, 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 they said, you're delusional. They said, it's a horrendous presentation. They said, they said, oh, my God, you don't even know what business you're in. You, this has got nothing to do with, with luggage and packing. And it, they said it was a complete and total nightmare. But these kids were robotic. These kids were the type that just kept on talking robotically about how it would work. Which some people are uncoachable in that sense, which may serve them. They're they're too uh they're too um cyborg like to realize that they're being told by smart humans not to continue. So they'll continue and then maybe they'll succeed. But uh boy. This this was an this was a volatile tank, thus far. All right, let's see what's coming in at number three in our spooky countdown. Ooh, this one involves zombies. That's right. This one is Howard Kramer with Summer Starved Zombies. This one was produced by the great Dustin Marshall from over there at. What's that podcast for network? It's not that they're not a huge, reputable network. It's just that I'm drawing a blank. Uh, feral Audio. Jesus. I got a thing over there I did with Jensen Carp. Listen to it. We took a 25-year-old cassette that I'd made of some New York hip-hop radio shows. And um, he and I break it down. We count down the top five in songs, commercials, and shout-outs. And there's some great stuff on there. It's a time capsule from 87. So check it out, gang. All right. Um, here it is. Coming in at number three, Howard Kramer with Summer Starved Zombies. Technical diffs. Technical diffs. We're back. Yeah, without a break. 
There you go. Summer Starved Zombies from the first Have a Summer album. Have a Summer. Check out the cover. It's awesome. Pick it up on Bad Camper iTunes. All right, gang. Let's see who tore what was next into the tank. I believe it was. Where are we at? Number tray? Yes. Sunscreener. Like sunscreen, but with an R stuck at the end. Not an ER. He took out a vowel. Sunscreener. It was a guy who, um, what did he say? He had a special viewer. And that way you could see where you had slathered on your sunscreen. Basically, if you put on sunscreen, then you go in the water, you come out. Am I still protected? This was a little viewer that you'd look through, and it would, would, would show you. Now, thinking about it now, I think someone's just going to make an app, and then that app would, would be on your phone, and then that would do this. That's what he needs to do. But um, anyway... This guy kept yammering, and then finally Kevin says, look, I'll give you, the guy wanted 800 grand for 10%. Mr. Wonderful says, I'll give you 800 grand for 33 and a third percent, a third. And the guy was like, yes. So there you go. Mr. Wonderful now owns a third of his company. We'll see what they do with it. That one was not very entertaining. I, I got to tell you. They just yapped. and It's probably why it was third into the tank. It was neither good enough to lead the show to bat second, nor was it able to bat clean up. And um, these are baseball references. Do you understand that, guy? <laughs> Sorry. I got distracted within this own format of mine. Okay, um, why don't we see what's coming in at number two? Coming in at number two, it's Howard Kramer with Salem Summer. This song pertains to the Salem Witch Trials and how they took place during summer uh, in a beach community, which is insane because um, they had beach right there and they had nobody charging them to be on the beach. Um, they're basically like if you let a bunch of hippies, freeloaders, gold brickers loose on the beach and instead of just enjoying it and, um, you know, playing games, maybe getting romantic out behind a dune. Instead of doing that, these fuck ups with the hats with buckles on them, what'd they do? They sat in their little cabin and convicted each other of being witches and then burned and hung each other. So, probably never has a summer been more squandered than by those pilgrims. And this is Salem Summer. You say this one's a witch and that one too. The sun is out, it's hot as a stove. They live adjacent to a coat. Going up to Santa Claus, happy in the summer. What 
There you go. Salem, summer. And with Thanksgiving coming up, that applies to Thanksgiving. Holiday songs. Why do I write them? They're fun to write. Um, you know, they, the holidays come around every year, and I think it's fun to revisit these tunes with another year under our belts, another summer supplanted. All right, next up into the tank was uh, two guys, Potato Parcel. And they were in potato costumes, and they got slammed. They walked into the tank in potato costumes, two guys. So then Damon says, you look like uh, testicles. Lori loved it. And then uh, he called him a scrotum. I don't think you want to go into the tank with that. You know what I mean? You know there's going to be nerves. You know there's going to be a spot where you might unravel. Why walk in and build in the scrotum cost? I don't know. They were supposed to be potatoes. So um, what happened? They had 215,000 sales in 13 months. And um, they tried to sell themselves. But um, basically they just got slammed in there. Oh no, did somebody take it? That's right. Mr. Wonderful got this one too. That's right. He got, uh, I forget what his deal was. Basically, they send you a potato with a message written on it, and it's like cheaply done. Like somebody does it with a magic marker. They'll be like, hey, sweetie, you're my sweetie, and it's on a sweet potato. They're making money off of it. I can't sell shirts on Teespring. I can't move albums. These guys draw on a potato. They make two, 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 they make 200 grand a year. You know what? I don't want that. I don't want to be sitting around writing on potatoes. But if it was your own business, it's good. Cuban did make that point, gang. All right. Why don't we see it? What if coming in at number one? Oh, my God, gang. This one is another Thanksgiving classic. This one's called. I'm not paying $500 to watch douchebags eat turkey. Coming up. I gotta fly home for Thanksgiving, but I'm not liking what I'm seeing when it's coming to the ticket. The price is too high online. Not paying all that money to be flying. Check it out. Every November, the same shit goes down. Mom calls me up and brings me down. There you go, gang. You know, you can pick up any of these songs on iTunes or Bandcamp. And that is me with I'm Not Paying $500 to Watch Douchebags Eat Turkey, the great Patton Oswalt. 
heard me talk about that on stage, and he said, that's got to be a song. And when he talk them, I listen. God bless him. Um, gang, so much went down this week. We did the third episode of the Headshot Show. It was hilarious. Chris Fairbanks was on it. You can see it on YouTube.com slash shop XSN. Shop XSN. And this the Headshot Show is a QVC HSN type show where we, uh, uh, me and a comic guest, we bring out our old stupid headshots that are terrible and embarrassing, and we make fun of them, and we sign them and sell them to you. It's a fun show. It's unique. The Headshot Show. Check it out. Um, yeah, this past week, I had Chris Fairbanks on. It was the first week uh, in five years that there wasn't a Wednesday night show uh, with Jonah and uh, Kumail at Meltdown. Um, they've been doing their show there. Congratulations to them on a great run. They decided to stop doing the show. So for the first Wednesday night ever, um, we broadcasted from there at the Meltdown store, which is um, where they did their show. And um, it was quiet, but we had a good time filling the place up. It was like a ghost town in there. But uh, Chris and I, we had a civilian drop in, and Fairbanks was funny. He brought in a hilarious headshot. And um, it was a great time. I also went to Lucha Vavum downtown. I want to thank uh, Rita down there and everybody. We had a great time. Um, I wore my Goldberg fanny pack and nobody even really noticed it. So it just felt kind of like a douche. But we had a good time. Taylor Williamson was down there. Uh, talked to my old friend Taylor. Um, and that's it. Oh, yeah, we went to the Now Hear This Pod Fest. Uh, Kulap and I, we got to be a part of Paul F. Tompkins' Spontaneation. And they did some incredible mind-spinning improv, which seriously, I don't know how they keep all those threads going. It is impressive cerebral gymnastics and hella funny improv. Then we shot over to Benny Anna's. It was Paul F. Tompkins' first time ever at Benny Anna's, and I'll let him tell you the stories. But I sat there and I talked to Eben Schletter, who did all the Mr. Show music and so much, and does all the music for Spontanea Nation. And we talked punk rock and our shared history going to see punk rock bands. Not together. He saw a ton in Berkeley and I saw a ton in New York and New Jersey. What a good time we had. Maybe I'll talk about that. I'd like to talk to him on air about some of the stuff we talked about. Good times. All right, gang. Um, that's going to do it for Hey Gang. And um, I appreciate it. Wow, this one went a little long, which is going to make me sign off. And we'll see you right here next week on Who Hey, Who Hey, Who Hey, Who. Charted. Take it.